soaring into greatness. Psalm 126 says, The Lord has done great things for me. In this message, Pastor explains what activates God's greatness out of you. Hallelujah. Psalms 126 verse 3. Psalms 126 verse 3. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore we are glad. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore we are glad. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1 and verse Luke's gospel chapter 1 and I think it is the 49th verse Luke 1 49 for he that is mighty has done to me great things he that is mighty has done to me, to me great, things. great things amen praise be to the name of Jesus hallelujah Tonight, I want to title the message, Soaring into Your Greatness. Soaring into Your Greatness. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, I will soar into my greatness. Soar into my greatness. Amen. Hallelujah. And a greatness, that word is different for each and every person. When we speak about greatness, some people would say if they rise up economically they would say there is great greatness for them for some of them it is a great thing if God uses them for his glory for some of them it might be having a baby in the gospel of Luke chapter 1 Mary is saying the Lord has done great things for somebody it might be getting their lives settled in marriage the Lord has done great things for me. I found the right person. God brought the right person into my life. For somebody who was ministering, it might be moving into another realm of relationship with the Holy Spirit. For each and every one of us, greatness is different things. And this year, the Lord's grace will enable you to soar into your greatness. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 19. There is a grace for greatness, which I preached on before. There is an anointing for greatness. It's the wind that makes the eagle to soar high. Wind is the Holy Spirit. 1 Kings 19, 15 and 16 verse. And the Lord said unto him, Go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, when, and when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. Anoint Hazael as king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Jehu thou shall anoint as king over Israel. And Elisha, mm. the son of Shapat of Ebimeloha, yes. shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And Elisha, you will anoint him as a prophet. You know, none of these people, Jehu or Azahel, none of them have blue blood inside of them. 
They are not from royal family. They were normal people. And there is an anointing that is coming over them to bring them to their significance, to bring them into greatness. When you study the book of Elijah, or the, when you study the Bible, when you look at the life of Elijah, no one in his family is a prophet. His father is not a prophet. His grandfather is not a prophet. But God is raising him up. There's an anointing that is coming upon him to be moving in the prophetic. When I look at my life, and nobody, it is purely the grace, the mercy, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is enabling me to stand up for the name of Jesus. Everyone whom God has brought into this earth, there are things inside of them which God wants to bring out for His glory. And that is what greatness is all about. Nobody comes in empty into this world. Job said, naked I came and naked I shall go. Not empty. God wants to bring what he's placed inside of you, out of you. And that happens, one, when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, when you come to know the Lord. And two, when the anointing of the Holy Spirit, an impartation and an oil of the Holy Spirit comes over your life your giftings begin to be manifested. Whatever greatness you are carrying begins to come out because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So may 2024 be a year where everything that God has placed inside of you for His glory begin to come out because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever shame the enemy has planned for you, the plan of God will override it. That's what happened in the 1 Kings chapter 19. Their life would have been just nothing. But the plan of God override, overrode the plans of the enemy and brought them into greatness. Lift your head and say, I tap into that grace in the name of Jesus. I receive that anointing of the Holy Spirit to move into what God explains inside of me. Amen. So there are businessmen and there are anointed businessmen. There are pastors and there are anointed pastors. There are doctors and there are anointed doctors. What you need, what separates you to come into your greatness is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Lift your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. There is a place for you at the top. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So nobody around you will understand where you are going, but you are going somewhere. For the glory of God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I receive that grace in the name of the Lord.
In 1 Samuel 16, and verse 1, 1 Samuel 16, verse 1, we know the story. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Hmm. Therefore, fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee to the house of Jesse in Bethlehem, for I provided for me a king among his sons. Among the sons there is a king, and that is David. Thirteenth verse. And Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose and went to Ramah. Amen. Hallelujah. See, his life, David's life from a shepherd boy, the, his life is changing just because there's an anointing that came upon him. There is a king inside of him, but that would have laid dormant if the anointing had not come over him. You and me, we need to have a relationship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit of God, to see everything that God has placed inside of you coming out. So what activates the greatness out of you? Simple things. Beginning of the year. Humility. You got to come down from your high horse. You, you have to be humble. 1 Samuel 17. 17 and 18 the verse. And Jesse said unto David. Jesse is the father. Said unto David his son. Take now for thy brethren an epa of this parched corn. And these ten loaves. And run to the camp to thy brethren. And carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. And look how my brethren fare and take their pledge. You know, can you imagine that the struggle that would have gone through in the heart of David. Here I am anointed as king. And I have to be an errant boy. Carry hamburgers for my brother. Get french fries to them. Hey, wasn't my father there? Didn't he hear the prophecy? Didn't he see the oil come upon my life? I won't do it. Let somebody else do it. I'm just called for greatness. I'm called to be king. I don't need to do this little thing. had refused he would never would have met Goliath Goliath was the, the door to his kingship I don't think even his father understood that David would have gone to the grave without fulfilling his destiny and would have always wondered in his head our prophecy is false. Are the moves of the Holy Spirit real? Does the word of God really work? Is this all real? 
would have gone to the grave a very discouraged disappointed frustrated confused person if he was not humble enough to realize the process of coming into greatness is humility Amen. glory to god hallelujah Amen. Otherwise, he would have always said, Was I supposed to be the king? Psalm ിമിറ്റേഷൻ You can't fly with chain, being chained. It speaks about oppression. You can't go far if you are chained. So pride keeps people bound. But humility helps you to soar with wings like eagle. So don't be proud, don't be arrogant, don't be a confused person at the end of the year. and look at somebody and say nothing works for me if god said a word i'm preaching to you the word it comes from much prayer and sometimes i feel like noah preaching about a flood to come when people have been even saying a rain still then till then and you speak all these words and there are people not outside mocking but inside in their hearts unbelief okay hey what the process of getting into your greatness soaring into your greatness is humility be simple have simplicity sometimes people think humility simplicity all is in the dress in the pants they wear or the skirt they wear or the shirt they wear the simplicity is not in the dress it is in the person it's inside of you you can fool people outside god does not look at the outward god looks at the heart that's why god anointed david so it is not what you show outside it's not that it's not how you dress it's not those kind of gimmicks it is in your heart you are approachable you are teachable you are open glory to god hallelujah glory to god you might be the ceo of your company but go play with the children glory to god hallelujah if you are simple that will give you direction it will get you a word from god it will move you in the right direction glory to god because david was simple didn't david did not have any hang ups you know he, he he did not have any ego glory to god 
you want me to take cheek verses 5 and 6 likewise you younger submit yourselves unto the elder yes yes all of you be subject one to another mm. and be clothed with humility mm. for god resisteth the the proud mm. and giveth grace to the humble amen likewise you younger submit yourself unto the elder ye all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility for god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time at the right time god gives grace that word grace there is help god gives help unquantified help incredible help because god's help it's not men's help can you imagine god helping you Sometimes people when they're writing their exams, they say, "Oh, that brother helped me, so I was able to pass." That sister helped me. My cousin, oh yes, my friend helped me. Those books helped me. You know, I I had these people helping me in my business. I got the right contact because of that person. <laughs> Good. That's not the help that I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about the help that comes from God. you cannot quantify it you cannot it's an incredible help god himself glory to god i sense in 2024 there are many that god wants to just lift up he wants to help he'll pick you up from nothing and he will take you up glory to god glory to god glory to god Lift your hands and glorify the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord. Praise you Father. Glory to God. The help that comes from God. God fighting your battles. God lifting you up. You know I remember you know Now it's almost how many years? 30 years since I started preaching. Yeah, over 30 years. And there is somebody who I knew maybe for 28 odd years. A lot of people that I know, but two people stand out. One was a young girl, small girl. She was a baby. And you know, we used to have the prayer meeting in a house, and this baby would be playing in, inside a side, side room, you know. And every time I go to the bathroom or get into that room, I would be just laying hands upon her. If she didn't ask for it, I would just lay hands on her. pray pray rebuke certain things off then lift her up in prayer even while and then suddenly over the years that person just starts to bloom and begins to fly and then begins to give me an attitude another person who would travel a long way from was in huge debt almost his house getting wiped off with that debt lost everything he would wait in the queue he would be hungry he would stand to get prayed over 
and however tired i am i would just keep praying and praying and praying and then that person got his breakthrough began to travel to another land get breakthroughs in his job began to see in each step of the way and i was just delighting myself in the lord and saying thank you lord for doing that began to serve the lord made you more happy began to fly and then that person has got no time for you now it's like almost i have to wait in the line to see that person before it was like pastor please pray for me please must be please for me now it's a hi brother how are you doing <laughs> See, God resists the proud. Humility will activate the grace of God in you. Will activate the more of the Spirit in you. Help of God means watch what God is going to do for you. It is God working for you. God's hand moving forth for you. don't be so cocky don't be so proud that you have every contacts in the world and you don't have the help of god lift your hand and say lord i need your help i need you to raise me up i need you to bring me to my significance for your glory lord thank you jesus amen hallelujah to for your greatness conquer your fear job chapter 3 verse 25 what i feared happened to me said job fear will attract the worst faith attracts the best i repeat that fear attracts the worst faith attracts the best 1 Samuel 17 and verse 11 Look at that scripture 1 Samuel 17 verse 11 When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine they were dismayed and greatly afraid Yeah Saul and the group the army were greatly afraid because of Goliath You know fear will make you to lose perspective it will it will paralyze you 40 days they can't even make a move the army of israel is paralyzed but david by faith glory to god so what is goliath goliath is that problem that is standing in front of you that is huge Goliath is that which will stretch your faith Goliath is that problem that cannot be hidden it is visible everybody can see it So each one facing a Goliath your Goliath is different Goliath is that problem that wants to put you to shame 
Goliath is big. But my God is bigger. Goliath is strong. But my God is stronger. Goliath is great. But my God is greater. Glory to God. Bigger than every problem. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Open your mouth and say, Goliath is big. But my God is bigger. Goliath is strong. But my God is stronger. Goliath is great. But my God is greater. If your God is Jesus, lift up your hands and shout out his name. Say, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 John 4 and verse 4. We know that scripture. But we are of God. Little children, you have overcome. You are of God, little children. Little children, you are of God. And have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Glory to God. 1 John 4, 4. You are of God, little children. And have overcome them. 
not will overcome have overcome them because greater is the one that is in you than it that which is in the world see the anointing of the holy spirit is greater than any giant any goliath any devil any demon you have overcome not will overcome Psalms 27 verse 1 The Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I be afraid Psalms 23 Fourth words onwards though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil For thou art with me Amen What made you fear See David is saying I fear no evil whatever forms of evil Because Lord thou art with me Thou anointest my head with oil And my cup Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies So the enemies are watching But the Lord is already laying down a table and all the anointing see the oil is activating your life you're not going to crumble and fall before every giant and every trial and every temptation you're going to soar lift up your voice and say i'm going to soar with wings like eagles i'm going to soar by the grace of god by the help of the holy spirit for the glory of god amen hallelujah some people have customized the enemy enemies that have been you know just to destroy you <laughs> but the bible says i fear no evil david says because of the anointing oil glory to god somebody is coming out of your fear You're going to attract the greatness of God. You're going to attract the goodness of God, the blessing of God, the victory of Jesus into your life. Huh? Say I renounce fear in the name of Jesus. I cast it out in the name of the Lord. Amen. To step into thy greatness or fly or soar high, you must know understand and believe your covenant with god something that you and god know that you have told the lord and i would say if you give me a son i would give him back to you so covenant lord When you go into your greatness it is important that you recognize what do you understand what is your belief what is your relationship with God where you say lord you remember this is the pact that we have you bless me in this this is what i'll do glory to god a part of that covenant is you know uh you might not like this part is 
in a 2024 many of you have got your prayer petitions written down what you want from god but it is not that it is what you want from me lord not a list of what you want from god but what you want from me lord what are you asking of me it's not about my happiness but what can make you happy lord in my prayer time the most important thing is not the problems how do i find a solution to that my happiness is not my biggest goal this what do you want lord your happiness in 2024 lord what do you want what do you want lord from me what are you asking of me glory to god how can i bring you great honor and pleasure out of my life lord this year what is the desire in your heart that you want me to fulfill in many a time we turn the table i mean we, it's it's ulta we say now this is my desire this is what i want this is what will make me happy this is how i want my life that was 2023 2024 it is lord what do you want lord You know, when you study the Gospel of Matthew, chapter six, you know, Matthew twenty-six says, "Jesus said, 'Not my will, Father, but Your will.'" You know, in Matthew six, when Jesus taught to pray, look at that prayer. Matthew six, nine to thirteen. Matthew chapter six, verse nine to thirteen. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. See, there is a manner in which you pray. Say, say. There is a manner in which. There is a manner. Yeah, you want success in prayer. There is a manner in which you pray. How do you pray? Our Matthew six, our Father. Which art in heaven. Yes. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. In earth, as see? it is. So God is saying, Jesus is saying, if you have access to the Father and you are going to the Father. don't go there with your problem and say this is my burden this is what i need ask for nothing say nothing of the problem but see look at those words hallowed be thy name let thy kingdom come let thy will be done see this manner you should pray jesus said not go there and say oh i'm feeling so burdened i'm worried about my daughter i'm worried about my business this is what i want i'm holding on to this promise pastor and that's not what you pray when you approach god you have access to your father in heaven through the blood of jesus and you're saying hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come What is in your heart? Thy will be done. This man is not eaten when he is praying. Then he goes on to say, "Give us today our daily bread." He didn't start with give. He needs the bread. 
But he says, Thy kingdom, hallowed be thy name. Thy will. Glory to God. In this manner you pray. You have a relationship with your father. You have a covenant with understanding, with faith. It is not about me. It is about you, Lord. What you want. What you want me to do today? Where do you want me to go? This man is praying to a prayer answering God. Forgive us our debts. That all is coming later. Give us today our daily bread. Thine has to come before our bread. Are you with me? Look at somebody and say, Thine kingdom has to come before our bread. Not you come and say, Lord, I need a husband. I'm 45. Lord, I am 60. I shouldn't lose my hair. In this manner you pray. I want this job. I want you to use me like this, Lord. Don't say that. You know, we, how many of you have seen an ATM machine? Yeah, ATM machine. There are so many people who have seen ATM machines. But there are still people who need help. Their money is there. They got the card, but they don't have to use it. I am one of them. <laughs> I've, I've never stood before an ATM machine. <laughs> I know that thing is there. I even got those fancy cards. <laughs> it's the same way. God is a prayer answering God. He's a father. You have a relationship with him. But you don't know how to get what is needed for your life from him. He wants to give also. Because you do not know the manner in which you should pray. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. If prayer is always about you, it's a weak prayer. After thine only is ours. Say that with me. After thine is only ours. God has to be first in your prayer life. You have to follow the syllabus. Are you with me? That is the syllabus. Matthew 6. The prayer syllabus. Follow it. You want to pass? Get results? Hallelujah. You want to push the right buttons in prayer? This is the thing. Jesus is the most praying man while he was on the earth. And he's the one teaching on prayer. Glory to God. Even when he stood before Lazarus, he said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. He didn't say, oh my God, I'm so worked up. There is a dead man. We have got a tough situation here now, Father. <sighs> He didn't say that. He first thanked. Amidst this problem, he could say, Hallowed be thy name. Thank you. Thank you, Father. When he had a need of multitudes having to be fed, he said, Thank you, Father. Glory to God. When you put God first, that is Matthew 6, 33. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Are you with me? That comes even in prayer. Sometimes you're seeking the Lord, you're praying and you're not even seeking him. You're just not even praying the right way. This manner you should pray. Just imagine you're coming in for prayer and you're saying, Lord, I need a six foot, two inch guy, 30 years old with a, how many digits of salary? Okay, this is what I want. He should have this car, this color hair, this color eyes. And you're saying it all out. And you're taking one scripture from somewhere and confessing it out also. And when you're saying it out, the angels of God who carry prayer will turn around. <laughs> because, and the, and the father will say, why, why, why have you turned around? And the angels will say, they're only talking about themselves. They are only talking about themselves. They are spending one hour, two hours. But the moment you say, Hallowed be thy name. Worship him. Thank him. Praise him. Glorify his name. Glory to God. And say, Lord, your will be done. My plans are at your feet. I surrender to you. Let your will be done. Glory to God. God, the angels will say, let's get them what they need. Let's, let's bring them what they need. Your father knows what you need. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's pleased to give you his kingdom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can never bypass Jesus and get your breakthrough. <laughs> Jesus had inside information about heaven and that's why he said this. How many of you knew that Jesus had inside information about heaven? So he said, when you pray, you want to get something from the Father? You want me to do something for you? When you pray. But most of our prayer is, why me, Lord? Only why me? Everybody else seems to be having a great time. And why me? There are people who will pray even more seriously and say, <laughs> "2024, give God what He wants, and He will give you what you need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Glory to God." You help God. You worship Him. Glory to God. You make Him happy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And He will do what is needed for your life. Lift your hand and say, I receive that grace. In the name of Jesus. Can anybody be so good to you and that you not being good to them? Can you imagine that? Every day she is making some pie or uh, cutlets or whatever, ice cream or chocolate or whatever. Not every day, once in a while, but she's good to me and she brings it along. And won't I be good to her? Isn't that normal? If somebody is good to you, will you have a problem giving her an eclair? 
See, can you imagine you being so good to God and say, Lord, what you want, I worship you. I love you. What is your heart's desire? What do you want me to do, Lord? I'm here to do. That's what David's heart was. Now, what do you want? God said, my God, I like that guy. Let me give him what he wants. You can never outgive God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people, it is like, give me, give me. Jimmy is my name. Give me, give me. Jimmy is my name. Give me, give me, Lord. Glory to God. Genesis 22. When Abraham gave Isaac on the altar, the Lord said, Now that I know you did not withheld your only son from me, therefore I will make your seed as numerous as the stars and as numerous as the dust of the earth. And your seed shall possess the gates of your enemies and I will bless them. And with blessing I will bless them and in multiplication I will multiply them. Now that I know you did this for me, did this to me, that you did not withheld your only son, I will do this. God wants to delight and he wants you to make him happy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So remember your covenant. Remember your Lord. 1 Samuel 17 verse 26. Go through this fast. We don't have time. I'm just going through this fast. Are you still with me tonight? And David spake to the men that stood by him saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised? Who is this uncircumcised? Circumcision in the Old Testament is a sign of covenant. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? In the Old Testament, it was a physical thing. In the New Testament, in Romans 2.29, we don't have time, you can read through that. The circumcision of the heart. God circumcises your heart. Your gutted heart in your relationship with God. In the Old Testament, it was only men. In the New Testament, it is men and women. Their hearts are cut for God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You still want to soar high? One more scripture, Psalms 50 verse 5. The covenant part, let me just look at the fifth verse. Gather my saints together unto me. Gather my saints together unto me. Those that have made a covenant. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. In the Old Testament, it was burnt sacrifices, animals. In the New Testament, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. Look through that fast. We don't have time. 1 Peter 2, verse 5. You also, mm. as, li- as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices. See, you are a holy people, a royal priesthood to offer a spiritual sacrifice. What is a sacrifice? Something that is not convenient. That's a sacrifice. You feel the pain when you have to do it or give it. Somebody says sacrifice is not what you give, but what is left 
Sacrifice is not what you give, but sacrifice is what you have left after you have given. <laughs> so I have a symbol you will find it on my status. Give up to go up. <laughs> give up. Give it to go up. Last scripture for the night. Hebrews 13 verse 15. Hebrews 13 verse 15. By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God. By him let us offer unto him the sacrifice of praise. Continually. Continually. That is mm. the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. What makes praise a sacrifice? There's nothing on the ground. Nothing to show. But you're still praising God. You're prayed and nothing has happened yet. But you're still praising. That is the sacrifice of praise. And you're praising continually. You're praising continually. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Nothing is there on the ground. Nothing is there in reality. There's nothing. If you get your commission, you used to say, thank you, Jesus. But your commission hasn't come. The salary has not gone up. Nothing has happened. But still, it's a sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. And not just for a few moments, but continually offering unto Him. So those are the ones who have made a covenant, a relationship with God, continually offering sacrifice of praise. An interesting testimony, and I close with that. A man got a car, a new car. God blessed him with a new car. This happened. He was driving the car. People stopped his car and they robbed him. They robbed the car. And instead of feeling miserable, he stood there and began to thank the Lord. He said, thank you, Jesus. It's pretty hard, huh? But this happened. This man was not like us. He was really spiritual. He thanked the Lord. He began to glorify the Lord and he said, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And after some time, he saw them coming back with the car. And the thieves gave that car back. They said, we don't like this car. It was his dream car. But they didn't like the car. <laughs> it really happened. Glory to God. So make a covenant with God. Have that relationship with the Lord to please Him. And you will have the grace, the anointing flowing through you to soar high to the greatness that God has kept for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah.